lives, man. It's already one. Or five to one. Yeah, yeah, we got we gotta get better with the uh, how I schedule everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, set up, 20 minutes. <laughs> I feel like setup takes like about an hour. Yeah. Just, like, to really, it's like to not rush it too. Yeah. All right, Mike, are we rolling? All right, I'm juiced because I had two coffees today. Ooh. Um, yeah, a lot of caffeine, feeling good, and it's episode two of our podcast, and we have a name. Drum roll! <laughs> Hella feelings. But if you're listening to this, like you already know that, so you know whatever. Um, I'm Niaja. I am the creative director at Hella Looks from Oakland, California, and I'm here with. My lovely teammates. Hello, I'm Alyssa. I'm the art director for Hello Looks. And I'm Jess, editorial director for Hello Looks. Amazing. And we got to start every episode with an icebreaker, even though like we said hi to each other off camera. But it's always fun to get all the nerves and everything. And I like hearing what icebreakers you come up with. They're always fun. Yeah, I used to be a camp counselor, so this is my my jam, icebreakers. <laughs> That's why your enthusiasm <laughs> is infectious too. This all makes sense. Um, so this week's icebreaker: What was your favorite thing about this past week? Well, we're in April, and this past week was my birthday. So oh, happy birthday! I um didn't do a big celebration, but. I'm actually comfortable with aging, you guys. I think that's my favorite part of this week. I was, like, so afraid to get older. But the more that I'm talking to older people and the more that I'm becoming more comfortable with my skin, I think, you know, aging is where it's at. I'm, like, ready to face the world even more. Nice. Mm -hmm. Things just get better with age. It does. It does. My favorite thing about this week is uh, a lot more simple I painted my nails. <laughs> I was like, things are, I don't know. I'm like, oh, you know, like, like heavy in the pandemic is like, nothing matters. I'm just going to cut my nails super short, like mm-hmm. practical. And then my nails start getting longer. And I was like, oh, like I'm slowly starting to feel, I don't know, a little bit more like my pre-panty self. <laughs> Panty short for pandemic. I am wearing underwear. Like, <laughs> clarify. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I think... What was my favorite thing this week? I guess it's kind of personal. I'm getting married in a couple months. <laughs> and this week I learned a whole lot about my fiance's heritage when it comes to like wedding ceremonies and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh-huh. So that was really cool. Tell us where Joe's from. Joe's parents are from Ghana, West Africa. So... Looking forward to to getting some Ghanaian clothes and working in that tradition, the, yes. their traditions into our. You went to Ghana wedding. too, right? Like in college. Yeah, I went to Ghana in two thousand nine before mm. I started dating Joe. <laughs> it was meant to be. Um, but yeah, I went there in two thousand nine as part of a study abroad program in college. It was the best place in the world. Yeah. Oh, traveling! I can't wait. <laughs> I don't miss being on airplanes for a really long time. That's true. Uh, yeah. But like when you get there, it's so nice. I like I just like try to like stress watch 
as many movies as I can watch. Yeah. <laughs> just take my mind off of That's it. That's because Xanax wants, yo, you fall asleep. <laughs> yes. I've taken an edible before. Nice. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to sleep through it. I can't. I get too paranoid on edibles. I'm like, I'm gonna die. This is too much. How do I stop? How do I stop being high? I feel you on edibles. You don't know when it's gonna hit. I can't do it. I think. I think something about my my genetic makeup just like like X's me out of edibles. Yeah, no. Much. Yeah. Just like know your dosage. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't overdo it on edibles. Yeah. It's not <sighs> fun. <laughs> that is a. We could do a whole podcast on edibles. <laughs> Oh, podcast about edibles, not podcast on edibles. Y'all, that would be I mean. a trip. Um, oh my god! <laughs> I probably just sit here and like close my eyes and like hope that I wouldn't if be I was able on to edibles, talking right now. I wouldn't be able to keep the conversation. I fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what were we talking about? Um, It'll be a hella high uh, special. Yeah, hella high. <laughs> Four twenty is coming up, but anyway. Um. So this episode we're going to talk about the importance of taking breaks um and yeah it's very 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 important Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i recently realized that with like the pandemic because we were all forced to take a huge break and Mm -hmm. a lot like my lifestyle changed a whole lot yeah from just like booking things like every damn near every day i had something to do Mm -hmm. yeah um to like doing nothing and then at first stressing out about that and then realizing, oh, this is nice. I need to slow down and reflect yeah. and like take time to pour back into myself instead of trying to go, go, go and achieve, achieve, achieve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys think about what is what is the importance of taking breaks? Like, what does that bring to your mind? It's like, I feel like everyone's definition of a break is different too. Like, especially with the pandemic, I think it was, it was necessary, but it was kind of weird. Cause it's like, we didn't choose to take that break. We're kind of like forced into it. So it like felt really like unnerving in a lot of ways. Mm. And I think, I think it's important to identify what feels like a break and self care to you. Like some people like really like exercises. They're like me time. Like some people like, like a, a drink or like a glass of wine mm-hmm. or like, yoga or just something so i think it just depends i think the most important thing is you should think about what feels like taking a break to you yeah Mm. yeah Yeah. well for me taking breaks definitely is opposite from what my like day-to-day constant is which is running around and like my mind always on and so taking breaks um helps me be, be more productive when i go back into the workspace or when i like yeah. take back on the challenges of the day. Um, so just like sitting down and taking a breather has always been super helpful. Um, like resetting my mind so that, you know, um, stresses and um, my ongoing like monkey brain can relax, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, even meditating too. It took me a minute to like, realize how important being silent in my own mind is. Mm. Um, And like, I've learned that from being on the yoga mat. So when I'm like doing these stretches and I'm like having to stay in these poses, I have to think about, or actually, I don't think I think. I think Mm -hmm. (laughs) it just um, has become more comfortable with me when, you know, um, I'm uncomfortable. But mm, I feel like that's a massive sign that 
I, I want to get into meditation, but my mind is so hyperactive, which is probably why exactly why I need meditation. Mm. But sometimes I get angry on the yoga mat. I'm like, yes. how long do we have to hold yes. this? <laughs> I, know, I know exactly what you mean. And like with that anger, just sit with it. Like don't Ooh. react from it. Just sit with that's it. That's hard. Think that is hard. It is. It's definitely a challenge, but um, I think that's what I've also like, what's also helped my relationships. Like I don't react when things upset me anymore. I just like take a step back, yeah. kind of like see it from a bird's eye view and like observe. So. Yeah. That's smart. I definitely noticed that about you. And I always wonder, how does she do this? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you are so graceful. Like, so, so calm. <laughs> She's so mature. Yeah. <laughs> Man. But yeah, no. Yeah. That that sounds like a, a good good way to practice doing that. Yeah. I think sometimes taking a break sounds like it's easy. Like it's supposed to be like a treat, which in a way it should be, but getting to that mindset isn't easy, especially like, you know, we live in LA and like hustle culture is super glorified like mm -hmm. if you're not hustling you're not doing shit or like what is your hustle what else can you add to your hustle and then like you just end up burning out yeah yeah and you don't even realize it because everyone around you is like that's what you're supposed to be doing so you don't realize that like you're um like being pulled at the seams yeah burnout is real man yeah <laughs> what do you okay i have two things one thing I just want to say is I noticed recently that I like to make to-do lists even mm -hmm. when it's like not a work day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that I'm like, okay, I got this thing done. Let me get the next thing done. So I'm like always rushing to cross mm -hmm. something off of my list. Right. And then I'm anxious, but like it's all by my own design. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I try to get out of that and just like carve out time where I have like nothing to do and just flow but um i was gonna ask you just what do you mean when you say or what what does hustle mean to you or what, yeah define that um so i'm the same way with the to-do list like yeah. i literally have an excel spreadsheet every column is a different day i could go i could take you all the way back to 2019 <laughs> 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 Might be a problem. I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> Wednesday, February second. <laughs> actually, actually, sometimes, sometimes it's helpful. But I like. I think hustle for me, like hustling, is like making use of like every minute of your time, which I think is both like a good and a bad thing, because mm -hmm. like you know that way you you keep growing and you keep being productive and. Um, but at the same time, there is a point where it's like you're you're so maxed out if you stay in that mentality. Like you were saying, Mel, like if you don't take a taking a break allows you to come back 100. Mm -hmm. If you don't give yourself that and you think you just need to keep hustling, like from work to like your passion projects, side gigs, hobbies, like how are you ever going to be able to give 100 to any of those things if you don't like take a beat? Exactly. I, yeah. I'm, I need to take that advice myself. I think of my um I have this constant thing that I've been struggling with is like YOLO or like like between like, okay, I could die five minutes from now. True. So let me just like have fun, take a break, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Or I could be like, or I could live for 60 more years. So let me like set myself up for success <laughs> you know like yeah. how do you um balance the two like 
enjoying the moment, being present in the moment, taking advantage of, you know, being here. And also making sure that you're um, prioritizing the future as well. Because yeah. I think a lot of hustling is like future thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you're trying to like work, 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 work so that you can have in the future or be okay in the future. But how do you balance like enjoying the present, but also working toward whatever you want for your future? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I struggle with that. Um, I actually got called out by my best friend. He's like, Mel, I don't want you to hang out with me. I don't want to see you today if all you're going to do is think about what you have to do for like tomorrow. Mm. And I'm like, damn, Mm. you're right. So because of that, thank you for bringing it up. I am really trying to be present whenever I do like go out because, you know, it's a treat to like be social and hang out with your friends. But when you're there, yeah. But I'm realizing that when I'm there, like, I want to be there. I don't want to be on my phone. That's rude. Like, Mm -hmm. it's also learning how to um, set those boundaries so that you can build on these, like, healthy relationships and um, set time for work, set time for socializing, set time for um, yourself. So, Yeah. yeah, finding that balance, man. Scheduling scheduling yeah learn yourself in the schedule that you need yeah Mm -hmm. i also learned that like i like to create to-do lists too but on my calendar otherwise they're just sitting there so like i'll put it on my on my um what is it ical to like Mm -hmm. i don't know right prep for this podcast yeah (laughs) i I have stuff like that too like if i can't cross it out if Mm -hmm. i can't cross it out it's no good yeah, so use for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, nice. For me, it's like if there's not a time to it, it's not gonna happen. Because I'm it's just gonna be sitting there with like I yeah. <laughs> I think I need to try to move away from to-do list because it really stresses me out. I end up it's putting stressing, yeah. I end up putting numbers by everything, like okay. Like priority. Yeah, because at mm-hmm. first I like make a to-do list in the morning and then it'll be like eleven AM and I only got like one or two things done. I'm like, okay, I need to like rearrange the priorities for today so I can make sure that I can knock this out. It's just, I'm literally like by myself, stressing myself out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a good thing, right? Like the scheduling, like the efficiency, but it, it's definitely one of those examples where like a good thing becomes like a, not a bad thing, but just like an anxiety. Yeah. yeah. A bad yeah. thing. You, you can say a bad pivot. thing. You don't got to erase it. Just pivot a little. Maybe yeah. less things in one day. Totally, yeah, yeah. That could be it. I know you're a busy gal. But some, I, it goes back to that thing of living versus planning for the future. It's like, yeah. what's really important right now? Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. and that, I think that's where I struggle. I think it's, I think the important thing is like those, the daily or at least maybe weekly mental check-in. Like, hey, like, how are you feeling? Uh, are you are you happy? Like you're working mm-hmm. towards like all these goals, but it's like right now, like are you happy? Do you feel fulfilled? Have you had some good like human interaction recently? And like, is this causing you anxiety? Yeah. And like right now, maybe like that thing is. So it's like, mm-hmm. and then like pivoting and recalibrating. Yeah, because it is. It, it's a difficult balance. Like I think a couple years ago, I was telling you, Niaja, about how sometimes I I struggle thinking about the future because the state that the world is in on, on, in all ways, like yeah. the planet, like politically, socially, all these things that like, sometimes it like makes me feel hopeless. And I remember you told me um, 
to live in the moment, but to plan for the future. And I was like, okay, okay, like don't let go of the idea that yeah, I've been like, talking about this for the long. <laughs> You, you dropped some good quotes. I have a notebook with bolded all cap quotes from Niaja. Oh sometimes, my God. Sometimes Jess will tell me something I said to her and I'm like, oh, I'm not living by that. <laughs> Can you bring that before We got to go through all Niaja's quotes. I have a, uh, I, this was years ago when I was going through um, a, a bad breakup. But I literally, and uh, so I, I journaled all my feelings and I went from like, this is all your fault. It wasn't my fault um, to like, there was a huge page that the only thing it said on it was, you're allowed to be petty. Yeah. And I was like, Niaja. And I was like, I am allowed to be petty. Oh, I, I don't know if I did this, but I definitely want to grab you by your shoulders and shake you. You did. You did do that. Because <laughs> I was like, it's all my fault. And you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> Oh my God, isn't that great to be able to like read your past journal entries and like see how much you've evolved from that? Yeah. I was doing that today on my toilet. I used to make make a journal. Do what? You don't have a journal? I have random notes in my iPhone. Mm, Okay, same. Yeah. Yeah. But if they get too dark, I delete them. (laughs) (laughs) I've moved them into a personal folder. (laughs) I'm like, you was wilding out this day. Delete. Anyway, sorry, Mel. No, but also, like, I think the greatest things come from your dark days. Mm, So don't delete that. I'm sure that's gold. I don't know. It goes far. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, it must be be nice to even to look back and say, like, oh, I, I saw something and I was like, Remember when what you have was once what you wanted? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just like a really good gratitude check. That is. I think, yeah, like, I, I forget that sometimes, too. It's like, if especially after this past year, some it's easy to feel like you've just been running in place. Like, you mm-hmm. haven't been making any progress. You've just mm-hmm. been yeah. surviving. But honestly, sometimes survival is a feat in and of itself. Mm. And, like, it's important to look back and be like... I have grown. Like, look where I'm at now. Yeah. Like, all these things I didn't have X amount of, like, years ago. Yep. Yeah. Whenever I feel that way, like a hamster on a wheel, um, I have to remember to reflect. And that'll get me back, like, my homeostasis balance again. Because when you don't remember to, like, give gratitude even to yourself, I think that's when your worst critic comes out. I'm going to write that down as a quote later. <laughs> I'm going to listen back on this podcast and write it down. <laughs> I have a question. Mm -hmm. Have you guys ever been like hustling for something or like working at something and decided that it was just too draining and stopped? And then you feel guilty for potentially like quitting? Yeah. I was going to ask, do you feel guilty or do you feel like, is there a time where you like, or an example that you feel at peace that you left whatever that was behind? Yeah. My job, I, I was working, um, for a job previously a few years ago and I quit to travel for a couple months and I was like you know what like this took a lot out of me and I'm the kind of person who like if I'm gonna put my heart in it I'm gonna like put my heart in it yeah so I felt like I I needed to step back and needed to be selfish for a second Mm. um I don't regret doing it um I still have mad love for like my boss and that whole era of my life but I think moving on and like taking some time for myself helped push me in the right direction. And yeah, I definitely, for a quick second, I was like, took me a minute to even have that conversation about like, I'm going to take some time off. Um, 
So the guilt kind of kicked in, but at the end of it, I was like, that was so worth it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I can't think of an example just off top of mind where like, uh, I was like, like, I guess like older relationships, like, like bad ones. Um, but I, I agree with you where it's like, if you're, if things start to get hard, like I do feel guilt about even thinking about like moving away from it or that, Mm -hmm. like, is this not for me anymore? And like, I do try my best to like make it work or like pivot it to like make it make sense. Um, but I do think that like letting go of something isn't a bad thing. And I think a lot of us like, um, actually like, especially like my mom, tends to use the word like selfish when it comes to describing decisions you make for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, like it's like it's bad or something that right. you're like putting yourself first, but it's important to, and like, I don't, I think it's, we all do it. Like it's so easy to feel negative about it because I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's just like our culture that tells us that like acts like that are selfish. Mm. And then for some reason, things that are self-care, like face masks yeah. and like, um, it, it's so, it, it's, it gets so muddy. Like what is actually taking care of yourself? I think it's actually emotionally making decisions that are good for you. Not like a self-care night with like yeah. wine and like a face mask, even though that's nice too. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really know what my point was there. I think, but. I think you have, I think that's a really good point. Um, I think for me, like Pretty much my entire adult life, I've straddled like being a creative, doing like music, mm-hmm. and also working in like a nine to five, yeah, mm-hmm. for survival reasons. But my nine to five is career life world has proven to be like pretty fruitful. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned a lot of things and been able to advance and support myself in a in a pretty good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I still have like part of me that's like well, you should still be trying to go hard and hustle and do music or do this and do that. And I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of get down on myself and wonder if I'm like straying from my destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that that's things. also a silly thought, but I still don't have the solution. Yeah. Ooh, I was struggling with that too. I, I was questioning like whether or not taking on these smaller jobs is worth it. And I'm like, am I spreading myself too thin? Is this like, I know it's not my main focus, but should I do it? And somebody told me, um, go for it if it pays you to learn. Mm. So like, I'm... Wait, say that one more time. Go for it if it pays you to learn. I needed to hear it again, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, and then that answers my question, like yes or no, and it becomes way easy. Mm. That's true. I think uh, I don't remember the exact. I just quote. heard the camera turn off. I think. Oh, oh, was that it? That yeah. was okay. That was actually perfect. <laughs> Sorry. Good ear. Wait, no, it's still going. Oh, I heard something. Ooh, I heard something. I heard that. Thing. Was it my camera? <laughs> Sorry, Mel. Um, wait. Oh, your hair. Careful, your hair. The candle. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so scary. No. Mel, do you want to stop and start yours since we paused anyway? Yeah. Sorry. Don't worry about the 
I definitely think it's top. I think that was mine. Yeah, that's what it was. Well, that was like 20, I think like 20, like 25 minutes. Okay, we'll probably go for like 15 more. Okay. I have no idea how long this went for, but yeah. Okay, sweet. I'm trying to do the math. Yeah, like 15 more minutes. Can you do 15 on there? Um, I think it's good for me to see it there. It yeah. Okay. okay. Should we talk? Are we gonna go into the stress of social media next? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Sorry. Um. I guess Jess, do you want to do you want to take this one away? Yeah, okay. yeah, I can keep it take off. it away, Jess. Do you want? I'll, I'll let Mel drink water first. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Oh, Mel and your water, jeez. Staying hydrated. <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't try to make you laugh while you drink the water. Oh, that was mean. <laughs> <laughs> So we live in an age of social media, like all these new apps, like, you know, like TikTok, Instagram. I don't really think we're much on Facebook anymore, but with all that social media and being like so plugged in to like your phone, like constantly, mm -hmm. do you guys ever feel like, actually I'll, I'll speak for myself first. Lately, I've been feeling like I can't look at Instagram for more than like five, 10 minutes at a time. Like, mm -hmm. I, but I like, I reach for it throughout the day, but I can't like stay plugged in for too long. And I feel like it's because like it's starting to stress me out or I'm starting to like, I'll see something and I'll like compare myself or like what I wish I could be doing or I'll get FOMO from seeing it or I'll, or actually with how much of a rise in social justice is on social media, I'll see something important. And I'm like, oh, I want to be able to dedicate time to this. But I don't have time right now. So I'm going to put it away and I'm going to come back to it later. Yeah. And it's like, it's like my relationship with social media is starting to stress me out. And mm. I don't know if you guys have like kind of been feeling the same way. And I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or not. Um, I've been feeling this way for a long, 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 long time. But that like carrot dangling over my head of potential social media success has kept me like on social media, which is mm. really toxic to admit. Um, but I was not in my head to every single thing you just said. <laughs> um, thank God my new job has got me so busy that I'm not on it usually right. all day. And that's been really nice. Mm -hmm. And then the more I, and then when I get off work and I look at it, I'm like, oh, there's like everything on here is like pretty stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do like to get on TikTok. And look at funny videos because it, it's intentional yeah. to be funny and silly and like yeah yeah and lately i've been like i caught myself trying to plan things for social media like oh i should do a video for this or i should do an outfit picture or blah 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 and i realized i don't want to be a person that creates content for social media mm -hmm. at least not personally mm -hmm. i want to like if i make art i want to make like art mm -hmm. like, i want to make good music I don't want to think about social media, but like in terms of creating something yeah. or like. I'm waiting for this. Sorry. Yeah. 
He's getting closer or further away. It's driving down the street because because the end of Cochran oh. is where the fire department is. Gotcha. Um, but I don't want to be a person that like looks at a calendar and fills in social media content ideas like for my personal social media yeah, account. Right. Um, and I feel like a lot of us do that and we get on this hamster wheel of trying to look a certain way, trying to come off a certain way um, just for Instagram. Yeah. And it, it's just, a, to me, it's not a good feeling. Yeah. Um, even if you get the attention that you're seeking from it, it just doesn't feel authentic or like something that I'm proud of. And mm-hmm. I don't want to pump, like, I don't want to sell products to people and like all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it just, I realize it doesn't serve me. And to quote a crazy person, Kanye, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I take that back. I'm not calling Kanye crazy. To quote an interesting person, he said, uh, he said something to the effect of like, he's not on Instagram because, it doesn't have space for his medium. Mm. So why would he be there? And I was like, I thought that was interesting because a lot of us don't even think twice before we hop on these apps and try to participate Mm. and like generate ad dollars for like these, like it's just, you know, we're, we're doing the work for these huge companies to make money, but we're like stressing ourselves out and creating insecurities and like, for not much, like for very little reward. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, I've noticed that my relationship to social media has shifted. Like the only times I'm really ever on it is to check messages or like DM. Mm-hmm. And then when I go through that explore page, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And I'll exit. But um, I also, I like, so I think op- I'm opposite from you in that I like creating content a content calendar and I'm like, okay, today I'm going to do like a quick video of me at work. I mean, I guess it's not what, I don't know. I think it's different in the way that I'm like sharing what I'm actually doing in real life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you have Mel methods. Yeah, so you're not, like- you're not doing your work specifically for Instagram. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Like you're doing your work Cause I have to. and you're taking <laughs> videos of it, yeah, but you're, you're not like, right. yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So I don't know. It's, it definitely has like had its moments where it kind of um, makes me feel little or I'm like, damn, I'm not doing enough or like, damn, Uh, my inner critic kicks in and I'm like wishing I was somewhere else or like I've noticed that it's made my mental state uh, hard on itself. So Mm -hmm. in that sense, I'm like, I've taken a step back from social media in a way and I'm like not posting as much. I'm not checking my feed as much. Um, mm-hmm. But if it's for business, then I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people have gotten to that place with it. Yeah. yeah. I even like texted you guys uh, a couple days ago and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't repost this thing because I haven't been on social. I've been bad. I haven't been on Instagram. And you were like, actually, you've been good. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't been on Instagram. I was like, you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like a shift is happening with social media and it's going to be so interesting because so many people have their careers like tied to social media yeah. or like their, um, uh, 
kind of like it's like they're not necessarily even all influencers but like their careers like like social media is their career mm-hmm. but it's like who they are is their career like so I'm so curious to see how that shift is going to impact um, all the people whose careers are like self-promotion through social media and like mm-hmm. Instagram and stuff. Yeah. I think it's going to take a lot of bravery to step away from it and try yeah. to make connections with your audience or people um, in a different way. Yeah. Like how do you yeah. even do that in this like super digital age where we're still in a pandemic? Um, I think for how, like for how it looks like we have our own website. That's true. Um, and I think you'll probably see, maybe see more people doing that. I don't know. Everyone mm-hmm. had websites like in 2004. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like the blogger age too. Oh, so, like, we have our own site and we have, um, we just sold out of our zine mm-hmm. in reparations club, which is a brick and mortar store. It's just, you know, like, I just feel like there, as long as there's people, there's ways to connect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't need social media as much as we like. Like we make social media a necessity because we're on it. Mm-hmm. Like it's all about the people. Yeah, yeah. We're we're the product too. We're the mm-hmm. product and the consumers yeah. on social media. I almost feel like things are charmingly kind of like reverting back, especially after a year where we were all like physically so torn apart. Mm-hmm. Like the charm of like I want to go to a store. Like I want to do these like physical in person things mm-hmm. because. I think we're all just really burnt out from social media, but also because we haven't had that kind of interaction in so long. Right. Yeah. So I'm excited to like see how that happens. And also now I totally understand why the roaring twenties followed the 1918, like Spanish flu. <laughs> we're going to get so dressed up. And oh hell yeah. yeah. You guys were talking about lipstick the other day. Mm-hmm. I was like at work, like reading this and laughing to myself. Cause damn, do I miss lipstick? I, I miss it so much. I'm like, I, I, I um I don't know why I just stuttered. Whatever. Um I was gonna go get lipstick in Sephora because I was there getting like setting spray the other mm-hmm. day. And I was like, I, no one's gonna see this lipstick. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I miss lipstick. Man. It's gonna be so lit when we can show our mouths again. Yeah. It's gonna like glow in the dark. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be lit. Glitter. Glitter everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Speaking of lipstick, actually, like, lipstick, like, it it still makes me feel good. Lipstick makes us feel good. Like, what are other, like, self-care things that make you feel good? Mm. Mm. Coffee. Coffee. (laughs) Uh, I, I mean, I think self-care for me has a lot to do with internally Mm -hmm. cleaning myself. So, like, I want to say loofahing my insides. Is like the that. best way that I can self. That could be a coffee table book. Lufa, you're in. <laughs> it's the best way I could care for myself. Um, what else? I think just getting my mind right is the best way. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means to you. Like whether that's taking a bath or whether that's mm-hmm. um, drinking a cup of coffee, doing that ritual. Baths are my jam. Mm. And also uh, going to the beach and watching the sunset. Ooh, That's my jam. Oh, my God. Yes. I want to do that today. I to do that more. I saw someone say that um, I was watching the speaker the other day. And she was saying whenever she asks people where they do their best thinking, mm-hmm. they rarely say like at work or like different places with other people. Mm-hmm. We do our best thinking when we're like alone in a quiet mm. space and then like we do our best 
like we put thoughts into action together. But yeah. like in order to like process and think, you like need quiet time. Yep. So like I think that's why like baths and like drinking a cup of coffee or whatever tea or mm-hmm. whatever are going like I like to watch the sunset. Like those quiet moments bring you back to yourself. Yes. I think it's because you don't have as many distractions, so you're like in a way forced to befriend your inner thoughts. Yeah. And yeah, I like that. Befriend your inner thoughts because like your inner thoughts are like your friend, not your enemy. Mm -hmm. It's like all about how you like frame that. Some thoughts are your enemy. Oh, that's true. (laughs) I don't think our thoughts are us. I think our thoughts are like a culmination of what we've grown up with. Like sometimes I hear my dad in my head. I'm like, wait. That's not me. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. That's yeah. true. There's a lot. There's a lot that we uh, soak up in this yeah. world. Yeah, some, some of you, we don't even realize. Yeah, I'm just gonna like bad. weed through what what do you resonate with and like what is what do you actually believe? Mm-hmm. I remember Niaja. So we we met at like uh, when we were originally coworkers at Lucky Brand, mm-hmm. and what was that like 2016, 2017? Yeah. But I remember I got this tattoo kind of because of something you said to me. It's like a woman with her head going up in smoke because you said something to me along the lines of like, uh, not like your thoughts are not you, but some like, like don't let your thoughts take over and like push you into like this negative space. Like Mm -hmm. to like recognize, like, I guess in a way, like what is you and like, what is like the, the bad or the negative, like trying to overwhelm you. And I was like, I need a reminder of that. I miss being just a coworker because I was like in an environment where I could say stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like now I got questioned damn near everything I said. And you were just, we were sitting back to back. So you just I need to around. get back to that person. <laughs> you just sit around in your chair and like speak some wisdom at me. And I was like, that is not how, that is not how what happened. It was a conversation. <laughs> okay, that's true. We were talking. just turning around like, listen to your heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. those are good times. They were really, really good times. We used to go and uh, get blue bottle twice a day. <laughs> yeah, it was not a good time for my wallet, but my heart was happy. <laughs> I was like, "This is like a bill. This is like an extra bill. Yeah, <laughs> a cold brew bill." And we sometimes would get a waffle too. Oh Walk away God. spending like fifteen dollars. So yeah, it was but good. But yeah, but good. Those waffles are delicious. If you're if you're near a blue bottle, uh, maybe you should put this podcast in your car, your headphones, mm-hmm. head to that blue bottle, get some waffles. This is not an ad. <laughs> but blue bottle, like you <laughs> this is not an ad. <laughs> <laughs> that is something I would call self care. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you all. For listening to another episode of Hella Feelings. Where we talk about all the feelings that we have. All of them. Every single one. Yes. Yeah. And I hope I hope you guys talk about your feelings too. And what I'm going to do after this episode is get a journal where I write about my feelings. So yes. I encourage everyone out there, if you don't have a journal, get a journal. Yeah. And journaling doesn't have to be perfect. That's the whole charm of it. Like just scribbling down like your thoughts and stuff and almost feels like and, like what you're saying loofah in your insides like loofah in your brain like you like get the batch and sometimes you're like that was bullshit like no like that's that wasn't me yeah yeah, yeah. 